Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Midweek War! We are back to talk about Impact Wrestling. Yesterday, uh, Last week, San Diego Comic-Con kind of threw us all off. Uh, I'm Mad Mike. I'm back. Uh, we just watched Impact, and uh, with me, as always, is the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, Eamon Payton. How are you? I am okay. This was a show that we watched. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's my response every week, but hey, you know. Well, it always is a show that we watch. It um, is that. Yes. Uh, speaking of that show, that Impact Wrestling, Eamon, what is your one word for Impact Wrestling this week? Uh, my one word for Impact is tree. Yeah, yeah, that, that about sums it up. Um, my one word for um, Impact this week is dummy. Yeah. 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 Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, so, Eamon, uh, what was your good this week for Impact? Now, I, I was thinking about this, and I, I was between two. And the reason wasn't because necessarily they both were amazing, but because I there were aspects about each of them I liked, but I also had flaws with some parts of it. Um, I'm going to give my good to the Moose debut. Okay. Okay. Um, I thought it was good. Um, uh, the the wrestling-wise, wrestling it seemed different than a lot of Impact's wrestling. I personally, people can disagree or agree, but I'm not a big fan of Impact style of wrestling. Uh, for the most part, at least nowadays. Um, this, I thought, felt like a moose match you could have plucked from Ring of Honor and put into TNA, and it would have worked. Um, which, that's good. My, I, I do think uh, the guy who wrestled, David Starr, got a bit too much offense for my liking. Um, but uh, other than that, it looked really cool, and it got moose over really well. Yeah, yeah. Mo- this was a much better way to introduce him, then right away putting him up against Lashley. Definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like, even the stuff Moose did later in the evening helped serve him better than the intro that he got. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um. All right, so my good this week, it's going to go to Eli Drake. Legitimately, probably one of my favorite segments on Impact in a long time. He... he... His talking is a. I love it because it's like going back to like what I liked about Moose's match. It's different than everything else on Impact. Do you know what it reminds me of? What's that? And th- this may sound ominous, but it's not. He reminds me of Mister Kennedy, but in a good way. No, not a- not Anderson. Mister Anderson was horrible. He reminds me of Mister Kennedy. Back when he that. had potential in WWE, and we liked him a lot. It's like the good parts of Mr. Kennedy. Yeah. I, I mean, it really is. Fr- like, and now, I may have misheard this or misunderstood this, and correct me if I'm wrong, but did he say that he would give James Storm a title shot if he cleaned up? I think so, basically. That's an amazing story. When he, when he dropped the line of... Uh, 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 Something about him being Southern and, and how it's about uh, drinking beer and sleeping with your sister. I was like, you, I'm, I'm your biggest fan now. Yeah. <laughs> Thank like, you for calling James Storm out. Bullshit. Yeah, like, I, and if, that, if that's, like, if he wants to, you know, bring prestige to a belt that really doesn't have a lot. Mm-hmm. Because it's a brand new title, essentially. 
and and he wants it held by a guy who isn't a drunk who doesn't come out on a beer like basically telling James Storm to completely abandon his gimmick in order to get a title shot that makes the championship mean something to me. Yeah. I, I think that's a really, really cool concept and a really it's the it's the best King of the Mountain storyline we've had. Mm. And I'm I'm I mean, granted, it's not that long of a history, but it's the <laughs> best one we've had so far, and I really, really hope that's what they mean to do with it. Yep. I also really didn't like when James Storm was like, I want the King of the Mountain title because it's a launching pad to the world title. Bitch where? Yeah, no. No, it's not. <laughs> who, like, how many people have gotten world title shots before whoever the King of the Mountain champion was? Yeah, no. No one at all. I mean, I see what they're trying to do with it, but the belt has never meant that before. Yeah. If they wanted to mean that, that'd be okay, but they actually have to kind of do it. The X Division title is more of a launching point to the right. world title than than the than uh, the King of the Mountain. But overall, I thought the segment was really fun. And I, Eli Drake is really coming into his own, in my opinion. Probably the second best guy on the roster to me. Yeah, I'd see that. All right, uh, but not every show is perfect. Impact hardly ever is. So, Eamon, what was your bad this week? Uh, I'm going to give my bad to Bobby Lashley. <laughs> uh, for reasons I've mentioned before, seriously, why do you keep giving him a microphone? Why Why are you doing that? Bobby Lashley's never learned to talk properly. Not just talk properly, but to cut a promo. Yeah. Like, like he, I am sick and tired of him always talking over other people. It's not in a, you know, it's frustrating. It's honestly frustrating. Yeah, uh, I think he tries to do it to make him seem, seem like a badass. But it just makes you look like a dick, not in a good way. Yeah. Also, I don't know. I didn't realize we were supposed to still hate Bobby Lashley. I'm not sure if we're supposed to. I don't because the the promo of DJ Z. The stuff with Moose Yeah, but yeah, exactly. I don't think he knows if he's supposed to be a heel or a face. But yeah, that uh, I, I. But also his just general speaking, uh, saying that he was going to go after all the titles. Uh, he eloquated that by saying, uh, "I want all the golds." Good I mean, stuff. I mean, he does want all the golds. He and then he was like, "I want all the any singles championship." So he doesn't want the tag titles, and assumedly he doesn't want the knockout title. It's I was gonna say, I cannot wait for Lashley versus Sienna. Honestly, Sienna pointed out that she's the of the two, she's the only one that's undefeated in MMA. So <laughs> she said that on Twitter, and I thought it was great. <laughs> Sienna, you just became one of my favorite people. Why does it, I don't necessarily like you on Impact, but that was amazing. Well, because she never talks on Impact. Like she's an amazing talker, and she should be allowed to. But no, um. So yeah, so basically, he just wants the King of the Mountain title. Um, <laughs> uh, and I thought the match with DJ Z, the ladder match, burr, 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 burr. was good, but did nothing. Yeah. It didn't help DJZ. It didn't really help Lashley. No, it w- I think they were trying to do like a Jeff Hardy Undertaker moment. But, but it wasn't that at all. No, it wasn't. And it- Lashley didn't look like Lashley just was like Zima got some stuff in, but like Lashley just pressed him off the top of the ladder, one, and didn't look phased at all. No. You know, like it just didn't do anything. 
and and going back to it, you're just gonna do like, uh, you're just gonna do that out of nowhere. Like you're not gonna build to it at all. Like they on this show, they set up for a week of build basically for a Grado and Shira versus the Tribunal tag match. And then they just hot-shotted this thing? Mm-hmm. Like, get your priorities straight. Yeah, like, I thought you... And I'm sorry. A ladder match? Really? Big guys win ladder matches all the time. But, yeah, when he what said that, you, I was what like, you, what you do Ultimate X. What you, yeah, exactly. Ultimate X is what you do. It, it's, it's, it was so frustrating, but, like... I would have been even slightly more okay with it if they just if they advertised it and tried to build it for next week instead of unadvertised. DJZ is going to want his wants his next division title shot now in a ladder match. There were two unadvertised title matches this show. It's it's just ridiculous. Like I don't know. Yeah, there were there were two unadvertised title matches on this show, which should not. Well, one of them I think was advertised online, but like not built to. No, I'm sorry. I ju- I literally just watched last week's episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was unadvertised. I don't. No, on, count, on the show I don't, it was. I don't on count the- online. Yeah, but that's I don't my count thing. that. I don't count that. Yeah, no, but you're right. Like neither of them built it for you know next week or anything. They're just like we're just gonna have Abyss and Crazy Steve against the, the Bromans again. Like why and, though? Tell and- us why. And, to it. If, and if you're not going to do anything with either of these titles, if you're not going to change anything, why even have matches? Yeah. Why even have, like, are we just waiting for the Wolves again? Please tell me we're not just waiting for the Wolves again. I'm going to be very disappointed. The, <laughs> the, the Bromance have been doing such good stuff. DJZ has been doing such good stuff. Reward these people. Yeah. Like... It makes logical sense that Rosemary's not out there in a Monsters Ball match. Raquel is. Right. It makes sense that the Bromans win that match. And and yeah, exactly. When, when I was like, so Rosemary's not going to be out there because she's dealing with Graham. So that's what's going to cost them the tiles, and it's going to create that rift that they've been teasing. But no, they just won. Yeah. So let let's let's get it clear. Decay doesn't need Rosemary. And well, not only do they not need the Rosemary. In, in like non kayfabe sense, they don't need the tag titles. They don't, honestly. What they're clearly building to a feud with Bram. So like, what's the point of having the tag titles? I I, I don't know. I like, don't know. It's frustrating, but yeah, like DJZ, like you're not going to build anything to him. And what is he? He lost to Lashley. So now what does he do? He, Nothing. Not, it's a shame. It's it's re- like I don't even know who in the X division is the one that takes out Lashley now. Like I don't, I just don't get the point of Lashley holding all the belts. Nope, neither do I. What's what's the point of it? Like and plus, you want to build to the same with Moose. Have Moose cost him the belt. Yeah. Have like, Moose cost him the X division title? Even, even ABC booking. Even we mentioned like the ladder match gives you a reason to. Like, because he doesn't have to pay Lashley. It gives you Lashley. an out. It gives you he an out easily. He doesn't have to pay Lashley. Yeah. Like, and then they just had Lashley beat him with like no like, you know, damage to Lashley. Really, like, like okay. Lashley no sold a kick to the dick. Yeah, he no sold a low blow. 
Like that's, I just don't, that's horrible. But that's the thing. I don't understand how it doesn't benefit DJZ clearly at all. But it also doesn't benefit Lashley. What's the point of the, what was the point of having that match for, on Lashley's end? Mm-hmm. Did it build Lashley up? He just beat a guy that was smaller mm-hmm. than him. Also, do we know when Bound for Glory is? Sometime in October. I don't know. Is it is it really that late? Because I think it's either October or it's like late September. I uh, I kind of want to look now. I don't want to get spoiled, but I kind of want to look and see when it is. But I mean, Lashley better lose the exhibition title before before Bound for Glory. Yeah, because if not, then like you're just screwing your. Oh my god! It's not until October. Yeah, October second. How, so maybe they'll drop. How, maybe that's more time for him to drop it. I guess I don't know. It just doesn't I, make sense to me. I guess, but Amen, it's July. Well, it's August technically, almost basically. It, no, it's July. Well, like, I mean, like it's basically August because we're like a couple days until August. Uh, but I mean, but still, August and September to build for a match in October. All right, you know what? Hold on, let's. <laughs> Amy, you want to play a fun game? What's the fun game? Okay, here's the fun game. Bound for Glory is October 2nd. Okay. Today is July 28th. Okay. How many world title matches will we see on Impact before Bound for Glory? Oh, at least, at least four, no more than, no more than eight. <laughs> yeah, at least four. Wow, no you're going a lot higher than I am. Yeah. Okay, so you want to say four? I'll say four. All right, I was thinking two. Oh, you're giving them. You got to realize. I'm, I'm thinking once a, one, one a month. That's what they, I'm thinking. They do it more than one a month. I know they do, but. Remember, Drew Galloway defended his title like almost. Bu- yeah, almost but that's true, tw- Galloway. He almost defended it like twice a week. That's Drew Galloway, and he's an idiot. That's fair. But I'm I'm hoping it's only two. Theoretically, it should be zero, right? Because right. that's what this whole tournament. Because you're building to a number one contender. Yes. Yeah. Uh, also, why is this only a single elimination tournament? When you have all this time, I don't know. Yeah, like if we're really building towards October, you could have done a longer tournament. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess they wanted to avoid the trap they had last year at exactly the same time. True. But, I mean, and, you know, why isn't, why aren't the knockouts getting a title shot? I'd legitimately like to see Sienna versus Lashley. I think that would be I'd great. Be that. I think that would be awesome. But, hey. All right. Uh, so, I guess, I guess we're moving on to my bad. Um, yes. Not, not everything can be the final deletion. See this that's the, this was the thing I was bet- in between on my good for because mm-hmm. there's aspects of it I liked but there's also aspects of it I didn't. Yes, all right. I'm going to say it's my bad ish. Yeah. Because I I appreciate you trying to do something different. Um I, I appreciate like, you I feel finally, like should... trying to, finally trying to get backstory to Rosemary. Yes, I feel like we should have gotten this months ago. Um, and I I have to say this, even though he's a shit human being, Bram was amazing in this. Oh really? I thought he was gonna crap. <laughs> no, no, I I thought he was am- because 
at one point, I'm like, Bram is all of us. <laughs> at one oh, yeah, point, because like, he was just like, he was just like, okay, this is all weird, and you're talking about your imaginary friends and your dead cat. I mean, I'm here for you, right? But this is weird. Here's my thing, though. <laughs> um, I feel like I would have liked this more if it didn't happen so close to the final deletion. Yes. Yeah. Because this actually fits more to that style of shooting a promo than the final deletion did. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a final deletion hater, whatever. But, like, that whole Jeff and Matt story is fucking convoluted as fuck. This actually is taking a storyline and using something in a stylistic way to make it develop. Absolutely. You know what it reminded me of? Um, remember Sam Shaw? Yeah. Reminded me of that. And I really enjoyed that stuff. At least those were you know, creative and tried to push a narrative. Yeah. I, I mean, and I, I'm curious to see what this is. Um, I didn't think Rosemary was the best in this. I thought she was good. I just found it very weird that she had to play like a little girl. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was the part that kind of me a little bit. Like you couldn't get like an actress, like a like a child actress or something. Like, in? like maybe someone who played a, a mother before, like maybe Claire Lynch. No, maybe I'm kidding. Do not ever bring the woman. Like back. when she was playing like her teenage self or assumedly, yeah, that's fine. But like she just looked like AJ Lee. But okay, that's fair. But like, <laughs> but like it's like her having to dress like a little girl and then like act like she's like four when she's actually like. 20-something? Like, I don't know. Yeah, um, that is going to end up on a fetish video. So. Oh, oh. Absolutely. Yeah. Categorically. Like, it, it was really creepy. Uh-huh. It was... it And not creepy in the good way, like the Willow videos or stuff like that, but just creepy in a... This is almost exploitive kind of way. Yeah, we probably shouldn't be airing this kind of way. Yeah. But overall, I, I appreciate the concept. I'm curious to see where it goes. Can we, can we sum up the... <laughs> What we know now, apparently. Oh yeah. Uh. Well, she has. She has. She talks to a tree, named Montgomery, who's apparently her dead brother, who's like a ghost. But he decided to, like, instead of like taking over the body of a human, he took over a tree. Uh huh. And the tree talks to her, and this is all because her mom let her cat die or something. Uh huh. And also, and also the tree. Um, knows her true love. Um, I'm I'm assuming we think this might be Bram. I'm assuming I thought it was Jimmy Havoc. Well, no, she wasn't. She was talking about someone named Johnny. Oh, she, yeah, Johnny Havoc. Johnny Five. I don't know. Who? Okay. Also, because I found it very weird, like the enders, like like the last scene or whatever, where like she meets. Johnny or whatever the hell. Oh yeah, she talks about a big rape barn. Yeah, that's what I got. There, from there. That's there, what I got from there's a big he, scary rape barn. He like pan, like he slowly starts to like put his hand on her lap or whatever, and like then she like starts fre- like freaking out that he did something horrible or something, and I'm like, are you? Did she? Did he rape you? Is that what we're trying to get out like, of here? Like, are we are we going to the rape barn next week? Um, I did. I almost put as my lower third rape barn. I figure Sorg might get upset with me if I Sorg did that. Sorg might probably get upset with you with Sorg that. might like, get upset. Uh, but, like, I don't know. Because I've also followed um, Courtney Rush's slash Rosemary's character on the indies that she does. And it's so less convoluted than this, but it also is better. 
Yeah, like, sometimes sometimes the simplest way to do something is the best way. Like it can be like, oh, she went crazy because she's crazy, and you know somebody cut her hair and it sent her off the edge. Not she's talking to a ghost and and you know, like, <laughs> the ghost tree of her dead brother after she fell from a tree. Like I'm like, is this M Night Shyamalan? I'm like not this, sure. You're taking it too far. I but, mean. I will give credit where credits. It's something different. It's backstory. It's something we've needed for Rosemary. I'm, I'm, I'm giving it a chance, Eamon. Yeah. I don't know. I would love to get to the part where we figure out why she spews green liquid and it allows people to talk. Like, I'm sure we'll get to that. We'll never get to that. <laughs> never. We'll never get to that. All right. Um. So, Eamon, what would you change about this week's show? Uh, what would I change? Uh, what would I change? Um, stop having Jeff Hardy. Like, <laughs> no, brother Nero. No, it, no, I'm not saying it's brother Nero because according to them, it's Jeff Hardy. <laughs> I'm not saying any differently. Um, I, I said this a couple weeks ago. Like, Jeff shouldn't be on TV. He shouldn't. You build up to him coming back. The whole stuff with him being Matt Hardy's servant or whatever is just not a fact. It's it's so dumb. It's 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 Matt Hardy being too dumb. We've already proven Jeff's not a good servant. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like in kayfabe, it's just dumb to do. No, They're I know, but even yourself- in kayfabe, Jeff's not a good servant. Well, no, I know. But, like, <laughs> but I mean, setting yourself up for failure. It's like what I said. Um, we mentioned this when uh, from the first raw of the post draft thing, when there when Stephanie's like Roman Reigns, you disappointed us. You're the reason. Uh, uh, we didn't get the WWE title on SmackDown. We're going to put you in a match where you can possibly challenge for the new championship. Like, that doesn't make sense. No. Like, you wanted to delete him. You wanted to kill him. So he shouldn't be here. And um, I, mean, I know we didn't get to talk about this last week. We, we need to, we need to, as a people, we need to get Rebby Sky to stop saying obsolete. Yeah. Just as I, I feel like I know I know this country's very divided. I know there's a lot of issues. I feel this is one issue we can all unite on and rally around together is that she should stop saying obsolete. Because no. Instead of this past mayhem shows uh, hashtag free Mike's guns, we're just gonna do hashtag cut Ruby's mic. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, my, my my change this week. Change a belt. Something. I, I don't care if it's DJZ. I don't care if it's a bromance. One of those two titles should have been lost. Yeah. Like I I don't even care which one. If you want to push Lashley as a monster, that hey he can beat DJZ. Fine. But then you have to give the bromance the win. If you want DJZ to pull off a huge upset and actually make his career, which it would have, mm-hmm. then you have Decay win. But one, those were two unannounced gimmick matches for championships. Mm-hmm. If you want people to tune in, you actually have to have something happen on your shows. Right. Like... And, and, it wouldn't have hurt Lashley to lose. It wouldn't have hurt Decay to lose because they're both set up in storyline 
that it wouldn't have hurt them. Yeah. Like, because I'm sorry, if we're going back to the Wolves or... Fuck, I don't even know who would win the X Division title. I don't even know. Like, I can't think of someone that even, like, they could book to beat Lashley. Maybe Braxton Sutter? But you already did that. Oh, no, you you, that was a bad. But, like, I I don't know. This was the time to do it. And then, like you said, this was the point where, like, it's clear. You have everything you can to change the title, and it doesn't hurt anyone. And you didn't do it. And and in not doing it, you made both finishes look horrible. Yeah, once that... Because, I'm sorry, that Adonis crab in the thumbtacks... That should have been that's the finish. a finish. That's a finish. That is a bona fide awesome finish. Literally, I, like when he locked that in on the thumbtacks, I was like, oh, the bromans are going to win the belts. Uh-huh. Yeah, because it was great. And then it, it was didn't really happen. Good. And I was like, wait, what... Like not in like a oh wow that like cool Neil fall way, but like a wait no they should have won the belts there. Yeah. Like what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, like that that should have and and uh, when DJZ hit the like tornado DT and everything, that should have been the finish. Yeah. Sorry, should have been because Lashley. They wanted to make Lashley look super duper strong. In the end, it... in the end, well, no, I mean, like physically, they want, they want, you know, make it. Guess. He just looked shaky and nervous on that ladder every single time he went up. And Grant, that's probably because TNA has horrible quality ladders. Yeah. Also, but like, like I actually liked one spot in the match, which was Lashley going under the ladder and lift it up. Oh yeah, no, that was it. great. But the crowd didn't pop for it. No. Like they were. This, this crowd was also really awful. This See, week. you know what? You know what they should have done when Lashley did that and he lifted the title, the, like lifted the ladder with DJZ on it. DJZ got off the belt. He should have grabbed the belt. If he had grabbed the belt there and Lashley was ho- literally hoisted by his own petard, that would have been perfect. Then you have Lashley beat the shit out of DJZ afterwards, put him through a ladder. Lashley still looks strong, but DJZ looks fucking smart. Yeah, like. They they essentially destroyed any credibility the Bromans or DJZ would have at this point. But, but without benefiting the other two. Yeah, people. without without benefiting anyone else. Because now Raquel being out there for the Bromans makes no sense. Because they had the unfair advantage and they still couldn't win the belts. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. So we should talk about the uh the t- the tournament matches before we uh, hop off here. I guess. <laughs> what what what'd you think about them? They're all right. They're just very like TNA to me. Yeah, pretty predictable. Predictable. Uh, I found it like I didn't like the finish. Like I get EC 3s kind of a dickhead, but like him, the whole stuff with the hammer, and then like him beating him with hitting him with the boot, like and then he. The referee holds up his hand, and he's holding up the boot in the other hand. Yeah, like at least when Eddie did at WrestleMania, he had the he had the smarts to throw the belt out of the ring. Yeah, it's. I was just like, okay, whatever. And I barely remember Gally Bennett. But. Yeah, I I honestly watched that match on fast forward. Um, basically, EC3 came in again and hit Drew by accident. Kind of makes them look stupid. It makes easy, both of them, you see them in Galway, look stupid. 
Well, no, no, because Galloway told him not to come out. So on that, in that instance, Galloway's actually smart. Galloway told him not to come out because he said every time you come out, you end up, you know, screwing me over. Although he did say they were like oil and vinegar. I would have gone with oil and water because oil and vinegar actually makes, a great, makes a great salad dressing. They go great together. They don't <laughs> mix, but they go fantastic together. Uh, but, yeah, like, my thing was also, like, EC3 was, like, trying to be a friend. Being yeah. like, if Moose was out there, I'll make sure it's even. But you fought and beat Matt Hardy when he had Jeff and, and Drew. Ready. Yeah, Drew didn't come out and help at all. So why, like, why, like, can't you, if you actually think highly of Drew, don't you think Drew could have done the same? Well, I mean, that also could be the underlying thing that EC3 doesn't think Drew Maybe could he's an undercover heel, I don't know. But Well, like, I mean, I'd like to think EC3 is always an undercover heel. True. But, like, it just... And also, they've done this thing before. Like, they did this thing, like, a month ago or something. Yeah, when, they, like, they've pretty much done it every time these two have been in the ring together. And, and it just makes it look stupid. Like... Yeah, like, doing it once, you get the Shawn Michaels Undertaker thing, and it's cool. Doing it repeatedly just kind of indicates you're out of ideas. Repeatedly in the span of a month. Yeah, it just kind of indicates you're out of ideas. Yeah. Like, unless these guys were tag champs, or tag partners or something like that, that would make sense. Because like, then you're leading to a split of a tag team or something like well, that. Well, also, but, just the way it was kind of formatted was... The way the reason these issues started was because this happened with Galloway in his title match with Lashley. And EC3 came out and accidentally cost Drew the match. And then that's when Drew got pissed, and they started brawling backstage every fucking week. And beating up each other like they're in a blood feud. And then right. this week, they're being nice to each other. And Galloway's like, no, I understand. EC3, don't interfere. Uh, I, I think you're cool, but I want to win the title, and I'm going to face you in the... And then they have that match, and EC3 does the same thing. The same result happens, and Drew's pissed again. Yeah. Like, it's just you're going in a circle. And it's not even a fun circle. No. <sighs> All righty. Uh, so was there anything else on, on Impact that we missed? Uh, Gale beat Madison. Whatever. Like I said, is there anything that we missed? Oh, Allie was pretty great. Allie oh, yeah, Allie's, Allie, Allie's great. <laughs> she's the best part of the knockouts division, like, hands down. And rarely wrestles. And if she does wrestle, she wrestles on a fucking pencil skirt. So, yeah. <laughs> That's just something. Uh, yeah, but Allie's fantastic. They need to utilize her more. Um, Do we really need another Gail Kim title run? I think the literally only reason they're doing that is like because I realized Pope mentioned it on commentary that she would tie with Angelina Love. Uh, so I think they just want to eclipse that maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I mean, because it looks I, I think, the I think they fame. just I think they just want a champion in the Hall of Fame, which doesn't make any sense. True. Doesn't make any sense at all. Hall of Fame means your career is done. Like that's the point of a Hall of Fame. Not that TNA's ever endorsed that. But that's the point of a Hall of Fame is that, oh, thank you for your service. Here is your Lifetime Achievement Award, the Hall of Fame. You're done. Yeah. As opposed to, here's a fucking title shot again. My thing is, the thing I hate the most about this whole storyline of Gail having to go through all the knockouts to get a shot at the title is that it means we're probably not going to see Sienna for about a month. Oh, yeah. Um, and at least in the wrestling... 
at least in a wrestling capacity. Because and it also means that everyone else. It also means that everyone else in the division is going to job to Gail Kim again. Right. Yeah. So and, it makes the entire rest see, of the division look horrible. Match with Gail against Sienna, who hasn't wrestled, who wouldn't have wrestled in a month for the title, and Gail's going to beat her. So great, you build up no one. Yep. Except Gail Kim, who doesn't need it. Yes. <laughs> She's in the Hall of Fame. I'm pretty sure she can stand. Even if she wasn't in the Hall of Fame, she doesn't need it. Yeah. Like, you have a plethora. You've literally overhauled your knockouts division. All the regulars are gone, and you've got all these new people. How about make one of them a fucking star? Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I'm convinced. Allie, Allie's, Allie's the dark horse. In yeah, but she doesn't wrestle. But you know what? If they did a thing where it was actually like. Um, like let's say Gail beats uh, Jade, um, Marty. Marty. Who else? Did they have? <laughs> the uh, the other one. I think that's it. Shemp. Uh, yeah, other than Sienna, Lemmy, <laughs> Lemmy, Wendy, Morton. I'm just naming Koopa kids now. <laughs> but all right, let's say Gail beats the rest of the knockouts, and um. And she goes to Maria, and she's like, okay, I've, I've beaten all the knockouts. Like, give me my title shot. And Maria's like, no, no, you haven't beat everyone. You haven't beaten Allie. And Allie's like, what? Like, like. <laughs> Great, Allie. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I had to go pure falsetto on that. But it'd be great if Allie got the surprise win. I'd much rather see an Allie Sienna match than a Gail Kim Sienna match. And yeah, that's really and, sad. and you know what the cool thing would be? Like, imagine if Allie gets the surprise win on Gail. <laughs> through through hook or crook or whatever, and then Maria doesn't reward Allie, right? And Maria's like, "Oh, well, no, no, good job, Allie." Like you know, golf clap, and then she drops the clipboard. She's just like, "No, like, like, like she wants the title." <laughs> Sorry, no, no, no but no, honestly, that's a somewhat cooler story, and they're never gonna do it. I know they're not, but how long did that take me to think of? Two seconds. That's the thing. I don't hate any of the new knockouts. They're all no, talented. Do I. They're all talented. They just don't give me any reason to care about them. Yeah, they literally haven't written a story besides Maria doesn't want to wrestle. Now, M- Maria and Gail are the only important knockouts. Neither of them are the champion. Yep. Neither of them, you know, what the, there's a feud happening between two of them that's neither of those people with Jane and Marty. Like... You've given us no reason to care about the other girls. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I feel like... Because then you could have, like, let's say Maria was the one that cost Gail her match. And let's say Gail can go to Dixie and she'll say, Dixie, I will only accept my Hall of Fame induction if I can wrestle Maria at Bound for Glory. That way it's the not feud, for the title. That's what the feud is. That the is, feud is it, Gail and Maria. And, and you know what? And Dixie can say to Maria, like, all right, fine, Maria, if you wrestle Gail, she doesn't go in the Hall of Fame. If, if you beat Gail, she doesn't go in the Hall of Fame. That is something Maria would do. That's literally the perfect. Because they were going to. Because then you can have an Allie versus Sienna storyline for the belt. Right. And you can have the Maria versus Gail match that someone wanted, wanted somewhere. Like yeah. But yeah. couldn't. Like, that's the thing. The feud is Gail Maria. It's yeah. not Gail and the knockout. It's not Gail Sienna. It's not, you know, it's not anyone versus Sienna. It's Gail Maria. I'd rather see, I, there are, I would literally rather see most of the other knockouts 
get that big title match with Sienna than Gail Kim. Because yep. Jade, even Allie, like the thing you suggested with Allie, Jade makes makes sense because she hasn't got her title rematch. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, and it, like, there's so much stuff. You, like, I don't know. It's frustrating. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, Eamon, out of the three shows this week, because there's no Lucha, um, where did you rank Impact for me? For this week, I ranked Lucha on the or not Lucha on the ground. <laughs> I ranked I ranked Impact Four this week because Lucha made the announcement of season three coming back. So <laughs> <laughs> that's ranked number three be, solely because it's the third season. Um, I, I I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Um, I'm I'm gonna rank Impact number three. Um, honestly, I I thought Impact was a pretty decent show this week. It was okay. I I'm not gonna like. We we talked a little bit of snack about it, but I thought it was a pretty decent show this week. Like I actually enjoyed what they're doing. I don't necessarily like what they're doing with the world title scene, but you know that's that's standard for Impact. Um, but yeah, I, I thought there was some good stuff there in, in the meantime. Yeah, there's some stuff floating around there that was good. Yeah, and commentary wasn't egregious tonight. No, it wasn't terrible. Nothing, um, nothing I really noticed. I was also watching a stream of it that was streaming the Fight Network version of of the airing of Impact. And my, the best part about that is that they don't air them showing for pop TV shows. I have the largest hands in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I swear. They have not run almost any of those commercials during Impact mm-hmm. since that debacle. Well, that like that's what I really liked was that like there would be moments in matches where there would be like a stretched amount of like clear silence on the commentary. And I clearly, I picked up on it. I was like, "Oh, that's where they're plugging like Shit's Creek and stuff," because <laughs> it wouldn't make any oh. sense for them. Because it wouldn't make sense for them to plug it when it's airing on the Fight Network. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fair point. All right. Um, okay. So, Eamon, where could the good people in the internet find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Eamon Two Please, and also check out the company I'm involved with, which is Inspire Pro Wrestling, over at InspireProWrestling.com. All right, you can find me at MadMike4883 on the Twitter machine. I don't know if I'm going to be live-tweeting Impact as often as I used to now, given that they've moved to Thursdays right before we do this show. But still hit up the hashtag MM. I will try and uh, live-tweet NXT and the CWC when I get a chance to. All right, uh, so for Eamon Payton, I'm Mad Mike, and this has been your Mid-Week War!